Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of First First, the only podcast for queers and women, the ladies who rap. I am your host, Big Daddy Woo Woo, aka Prince Pierre. And I'm Cecily, also known as Bad Fat Black Girl, also your host for the show. And I want to let y'all know, y'all can pretty much pull up on us anywhere. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify Podcasts. On both of those platforms, you can actually give us a five-star review. We really want y'all to do that. We don't like to beg, but we not, you know what I'm saying, above it. So, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> where you can pull up on us, give us a five-star review or whatever. And I also just want to say, say it. for the um patrons who watch this episode, Mm-hmm. Um, I tried a new brow product today Ooh. and it has made my brows extremely dark. And then I panicked and tried to wipe one off. Didn't have time to wipe the other one off. So not only are they a weird color, but they also aren't the same shape. And so when y'all see me, please just mind y'all business and keep it moving because I know how to fight. Okay. And I'm not going to be arguing with y'all about my eyebrows. Okay. That's well, what we not. Yeah. Uh, eyebrows are sisters. They're not supposed to be twins. Okay, but these bitches don't even know each other. Them okay? motherfuckers ain't related. <laughs> they not related. One of them is Me- one of them is Mexican and the other one is black. Okay. <laughs> 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 Bitch, I have one chola eyebrow and one baddie eyebrow. Child, I don't know what happened. So just don't judge me, y'all. But um Okay, so we, we're talking collapse today. Oh, yes. Because a lot of them are coming. Now, you know, for, for the OG stands, y'all know we actually, well, for the season two OGs, um, because we didn't do it like this last season. But for this season, we record pretty far in advance. So we are talking about this like two weeks before you're hearing this episode. So um, I'm fingers crossed that a lot of these collabs are already coming. One of them is already out, so that's fine. Um, but the first one, that I cannot wait for is Lil Nas X and Santana. Oh. Baby, when I tell you I'm ready. You ready? You ready? I'm so, and let me tell you why. Well, actually, I'm gonna let you go first on that. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna let the gays have the floor first. <laughs> first of all, I ain't gay. <laughs> Are you delivered? <laughs> I don't like men's no more. I don't um, like men's no more. So I saw Lil Nas X. Um, last week he had made an appearance at the club or whatever. So this like the second or third time Pierre didn't casually drop that he didn't just sing Lil Nas X outside. And because if y'all he keeps fucking coming just to the same that, club. If no, y'all fucking, fucking just say that, we not fucking. He way too. Lil Nas X is like twenty two, twenty three. You were saying on the last episode, you let him suck your dick. Don't forget, we got everything on record with you. Okay, okay, okay like but anyway, when he dropped this this morning. I was so happy. First of all, Santana, I love Santana music. So Santana, Santana Material Girl. Santana is definitely going to give us that bop that we deserve. And with Lil Nas X mainstream ability, it is going to be everywhere. This is a collab that I am just super excited about. And it is much needed, and I just love seeing get the gays do it right. Like this was needed before Santana get that Nikki. You know, both of them want that Nikki collab. Both of them, Lil Nas X and Santana. When did when did Lil Nas X say that? Um, he said it in a song. Um, 
He said I'm, it. Just, I'm, I'm being oh. messy because y'all know the bar. Y'all know the bars was. Oh no, I'm not making. I'm not making this up. He said it in a song and then he tweeted it. Um, I think he had went number two or something. And he tweeted like, okay, whatever. But anyway, they don't need the Nikki Nikki feature because they have each other, and yes. and th- that's what. That's what the girls need to start doing. That's what the gays need to start doing. The blacks, the whites, uh, we don't have to reach. We don't have to network up all the time. Like, right. You got two people that's both killing it. Bitch, y'all work together. And I'm so happy to see. I am too. And honestly, I'm excited. So first of all, I just want to bring everybody's attention to the title. So today, which is March 16th, Lil Nas X was asking if we wanted the collab with Santana or the collab with Youngboy. Apparently, he also got some shit coming with uh, Youngboy, who I'm assuming is Youngboy NBA or NBA Youngboy, whatever. I don't know the nigga name. Whatever. First, first. But the name of the song that's as is listed today, I don't know if that's going to be changed in the future, is Down South Pose. So I'm already like, oh, it's about to be a bop. And if I could really talk my shit. Talk your shit. I think that this is going to be the summer bop mm-hmm. that we were promised and that was under delivered in 2019. If y'all know what song I'm talking about, <sighs> I'm sure y'all do. I'm not going to say no name. You know, Pierre is already upset, but Pierre, this is fair game because that's my fave and your fave. And I think we can Ain't both no fair come game together. Because here's the we thing. can come together and name. say that was a flop. Say it was not given what was supposed to be a. You and know blame, that song did not blame give. your fave. Okay. My fave, hey, my fave I'm jumped not blaming on, nobody. My I'm, fave not blaming, I'm blaming Ty Dolla Sign. I'm blaming Ty Dolla Sign, okay, to be honest, because okay. why would you put a nigga on a song called High Girl Summer? Like, I think it's a, I didn't like the production. I didn't like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just didn't have the energy of what that the Hot Girl Summer movement had grown to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, yeah, nobody could have done nothing for that song. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Blame your fave. But, the reason you have to blame your fave is all of that was done. The video treatment was done. The song was done. My bitch jumped on the day before it was supposed to be released. And she still killed the verse. So all the momentum, it won that girl in the beginning before my fave got on it. And I still like the song. Y'all barbs are so defensive. I can still listen to it and tolerate it because it's like okay that's the Mickey that's the Nicki Mid collab like that's the the collab that we was looking forward to like we gotta you know what I'm saying they well don't bring right. Onika into this that's let's on- give oh let's- my god you are so irritating anyway the song itself though was lackluster and I am I actually feel very confident I feel very I tweeted this today I retweeted on the first first account like I feel confident saying that uh ho- what is it hoes from the south or down, down south, south it's it's gonna give that's gonna be the song of the summer period um now speaking what's of your, your fave what's your favorite what, collab like my, my favorite female artist collab yeah um cella uh who we just had on the show yeah um y'all on our last episode it's cella trina and cash doll what? that's why she i know i'm so ghetto and i'm such a rat for that but like that's really my shit i also like um i also like lotto's um bitch from the south remix that has sweetie trina. and trina yes. yeah like so those are some of those that's like a recent collab that i really really like oh and then also i'm gonna be honest like 
I really, really fucked with the be uh the Nikki on the a uh, whole lot of money remix. Mm-hmm. Like that was the first song where in a while where I was like, oh my god, this remix, this feature is better than the original. That's like I don't my like I don't off. even want to hear. I don't even want to hear the original version no more. Like I actually really, really fuck with that. Um, That's usually LA how N- Nikki summer. collabs go. That's Nikki, usually. Nikki will do. You know, Nikki love to body a motherfucker on their own song. Period. Usually when Nikki get on it, you don't even want to hear it. But um, yeah, that's I just want to know that. So speaking of Nikki, um, <laughs> it's not out yet, but uh she's also gonna be collaborating with Koyla Ray, uh or Kula Ray, as Roland Ray says. <laughs> Yo, uh, keep the prayers coming for Roland Ray because still have not had no updates, I think, from Roland. Let me just triple check before I get to talking. Yes. Still no updates from Roland Ray's team. We are. Let me, child, let me comment. Thinking of you. Where you at? Hope you are well. Ugh. We need the big part. Anyway, I'm sorry. Every time I think of Roland Ray, I just get so scared and shook up because, like, we've had, we've heard nothing for nine weeks. Mm. So, anyway, um, Cooler Ray and Nikki is coming, and I'm curious, you know, what the barb, what what is the what is the barb saying about this? What do the the residential barb here on the show think? Yeah, because we all know you a fake barb, so I don't, you know that is not true. Um, <sighs> I don't want to be let down. I'm not that excited for it, so I think when I hear it, I'm gonna be like, oh, I'm excited. And a video is dropping as well. Nikki, I just hate the way music works. I forgot what happened, but Nikki originally was, she she dropped out of this project. And then got back on it? Um, She said she ended up talking to Koyla Ray because apparently there was some drama. Now, I didn't Everything dig, with Nikki is some drama. This child. had nothing to do. See? everything but it's like if if nikki name in it it's got to be some drama around even if she because the girls it. love saying nikki minaj name that that just rings bells they love saying nikki minaj name bitch i need my name ring bells ding ding i'm in jamaica with them keys on the palm trees <laughs> sorry that's my shit oh, go, you ahead. Barb. go ahead um it was some shit with Benzino and his daughter. Oh. And <laughs> I know that's Coyle Ray Daddy, but I just was not expecting for you to say Benzino name on it. <laughs> there was some shit with Benzino now. Okay. But they apparently got it together. And Nikki was like, Coy called her and they had a, uh, whatever. Did you see my girl interview with Joe, Joe? I was gonna say Joe Biden, Joe Biden. No, and it had nothing to do with her. Is because you know I cannot listen to a word that comes out of that man's mouth. Yeah, and was... also the fact that that's the same man that set up on on his other show and said that Nikki was doing drugs, uh, with his chest that she had to cuss him out on her show. That's the see, and that's that's that shit with Nikki because like you know, whatever. We're not getting into that. It's first first. No, I'm first, so first. sorry. I'm so sorry. I did not see that interview, though. Uh, what was the highlights? We actually maybe should talk about that a little bit. Um, I just think we see a different side of Nikki. She gave Lil' Kim her props. That's she what I ta- heard. She talked about female rappers. Um, 
I just think this new era of Nikki is going to. I think you know how all women change when they have babies. It's yeah. something about every bitch in this industry. Mm-hmm. If they was talking about sucking dick, fuck bitches, all this shit. When they have a baby, they just are so emotional and they let people know this hurt me when so-and-so did this. This hurt me when people did. They just open up. And and that's that's the side I see Nikki now. She's not blaming it on the baby, but I'm like, I know. It's because you're a mother now and all that shit you used to be petty about back then. You got a child now, so it just changes. I don't know how it is. I ain't got no kids. I do drop some kids off every now. First part. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. What is? You're sick. You're sick. But, yeah, that's all I got from the interview. But Okay. Yeah. My favorite. I, I, I have to. I have to. You know what I'm saying? I have to just get the, the snippets of that because it's no way in hell. No way in hell I'm going to listen to that. And it ain't no shade to Nikki. You already know. Yeah. Um. Real quick, let's talk about Megan Dua. This song is already out. It's sweet. It's called "Sweetest Pie." Sweetest Pie. I actually was very surprised at how much I like the song. Like, I can't. I can get into a pop girl moment. I was like, okay, it's a pop girl moment. But you know the real reason why this is iconic? Why? Because it was a song with Dua that got a, another certain artist who we will shall remain nameless for right now because first, first. That got got him his little mainstream clout, and then Dua had to snatch that nigga up off the song real quick because he started acting an ass. And my bitch Dua said, "You know what? Let me get Megan. It's a rat bitch that I want to work with now. Mm, it ain't look at God. Ain't God good? It ain't God good? Like and now, go ahead. I love these pop rap shit. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just glad the industry is understanding the." The importance of rap in hip hop, because my favorite type of song is a pop song where I can be in a white club and then a rap bitch come on and just make me let these hoes know I'm still a thug, bitch. I'm still a thug, bitch. <laughs> like, and that's that's what type of song this is. It's pop. I agree. And even it's like a it's like a pop song that got like a little bit of a vibe to it, so you can still it's not like it's I don't like, feel like I'm in Forever Twenty One. Like it's I need like to. Super Bass. It's <laughs> not like Super Bass. Y'all, I'll be making Sesame want to throw up. I can I literally turn any and every single. We could be talking about church. Now I will say, I love that they collabed and I like the song. But the visuals, it's like this trend of videos now that just like have so much going on in them, like in mm. terms of like the the uh the graphics and the and the special effects and it's just like it like oversatur it's like over lasers, twerking, flowers, flowers this, this that, that it's just Oh my god. Can we like, get a storyline? Can we please get a storyline? Like there are so few people who are doing that well now. Like I think Lil Nas X did it well when he dropped Montero. I even think that Doja Cat does it well. Doja Cat just does it every time she does a video, apparently. Um, but like this video for Sweetest Pie, I was like, what is going on? I did I see a pie in the video? Like 
was there a pie? Like, <laughs> oh my god! And I had, and I'm gonna be honest, like I had a whole idea in my head for what they should have did with the video. I would have loved to see. Oh, we got a creative director. I would have loved to see Dua and Meg as separate wives, and then they basically deprogram all of the separate wives. They serve in a pies and shit, and then come to find out they got a sex dungeon in the house, like. You know what I'm saying? Like something like that. Like something that just... And the really budget would have been cheaper. The the budget would have been cheaper and they still could have done so much with it. And I think that like, I don't know, it's this very like avant-garde kind of vibe that's happening with all these music videos. That, and I feel like Meg really jumped on that in, in a way that like, I don't, I don't always love. Honestly, I think to this day, to, to, I think to date, my favorite Megan Thee Stallion video has been um, Thought Shit. Cause it was like, it was, it was like, okay, we got dancing. We have a story. You know what I'm saying? Like it was clean. It was crisp. And I also like the video for Big Old Free too, but that's also just. I like Munachi. Big Old Free. And, and I love everything Munachi does, but like, well, you know what? I guess Riller was cute too. Cause I like they. Girl, they now you just like, like every the, damn like, thing. No, 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 no. Megan has a lot of videos, but that's only three. Literally. No, no, no. I'm dead ass serious. Those are the only three. Because like, even like, um, Crybaby, uh, uh, Crybaby looked too much like body 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 I wasn't really into that one either. Like you know, like what I just, Cecily is saying is you hoes need to give up that green screen. All these girls been green screening it the fuck out. We it's, it got old real motherfucking quick. Let's get some real people. No CGI. Let's go back to real motherfucking videos. All these motherfucking effects and lasers shooting out the motherfucking sky while bitches head falling off while you laying in a plant mouth and you digging up dirt. <laughs> whatever the fuck. Like, it, it, it's, 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 it, I want to say it's getting lazy, but it's not even the artist's fault. It's when these directors and these producers, they're they're trying to keep up with these TikTok motherfucking kids and all this new shit, and they just going crazy because most of this shit is created at home. So they get a few shots in the real world, and then they go home and add all this shit, and next thing you know, you got a video with twerking, lemon pads falling out the sky, lifesavers, Jolly Ranchers, gummy worms. All types of shit when all we want is just a music video. Like Nicki Minaj gave us the other day with the storyline. If you're going to give us storyline, make sure there's a storyline, please. And thank you. Big Lotto Um, got an album coming out. I and I cannot fucking wait for Big Lotto's motherfucking album. And let me tell you why. Because I see Lotto being, you know what I'm saying, on a features <laughs> tour. But like, please do no, not she let out that big dick energy. Please, uh, uh, features in a singles tour. I hope I hope that song ain't on the album. I cannot. I know that song went gold. So I'm like, damn, I guess people like it. I guess the white girls. I guess the white girlies was really on that song. <laughs> they play it in the white clubs. I have heard it. Oh my God. They mix I it with Ma- that song. They mix it with Mariah Carey, who Lotto said. And now I here's the thing. I risk I I want Lotto to be lying. You know, she said she didn't know that was a Mariah Carey sample. Which the Mariah Carey sample is a Mariah Carey sample. It's a sample from I ain't that old, but I know Mariah Carey fantasy is also a sample. 
But Lotto said she didn't know it was a sample. Even though she starts her song off saying, bad bitch, I can be your fantasy. And the Mariah Carey sample is fantasy. And I was just hoping she... So you either really don't know that's a Mariah sample or somebody else is writing for you. So that's That's why... So that's the point I'm trying to make. I really wish she was lying because if she wasn't, that just... That just goes back to like this new industry shit, like where people just hand you shit and you just do it. Like no one is telling you this was a number one single for a week. No one was telling you this was Mariah Carey. Like you, you just jumping on this shit and you don't know that this is a Mariah Carey sample. Mm, damn, Pierre, that's deep. But anyway. But- I'm excited mm. about the album. <laughs> I am too. And, and the reason what I was saying is that uh, Let You Hoes Not Forget That Queen of the South actually was a great body of work. Oh, that shit yeah. went up. Like, yeah, her, I, Lotto, Lotto knows how to put together a body of work. And so, you know, I'm ner- I am nervous. Like, you know, we all are for mm. artists, whether or not they're going to get hit with the sophomore curse. Mm. You know, people are always nervous that their sophomore album not going to be as good as the first one. But Lotto, Lotto put the, did, did her thing on the first. Girl, shut up. We are not talking about Nicki Minaj right now. Please. Please. Give give us a moment. Um, So I am very excited to talk about Lotto's album. Um, Now, before we get into our guest, um, I do want to say... Um, it, someone actually DM me, someone who is a fan of the show, who loves the rap girls, um, reached out to basically ask if Pierre and I, um, would be talking about, um, the ongoing situation with the ongoing legal case with, you know, uh, Megan E. Stallion and that bitch ass nigga from Canada. And we are going to talk about it. I do want to be able to talk about it freely. And so that is a conversation that we are going to be having on our Patreon and we also want to make sure that we like kind of know what we are talking about. So that'll be um, a part of our exclusive content that is only available to our Bottega baddies and our Birkin baddies. Um, and you can go um, fuck with that over on patreon.com slash purse first show. Um, but let's let's go. Let's go get our guests. We got some new meat. OK, now, y'all, y'all know we got to stay putting y'all on the new girlies, the new baddies. The new bad bitches on the block. And this one right here. Y'all, if you know who she is, you already know why I wanted her on the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a it's a little baddie by the name of Chang Diamond. Thank you so much for joining Thank us. You. Thank you. I am so honored that you decided to join us. Welcome to Purse First. It's the only podcast about the girls and the gays who rap. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> now what's up tell us your business tell the people about you where you're from i know you're a pisces you just celebrated a birthday my ex was a pisces so i don't really mess with y'all and you loved him and you loved him. <laughs> stop, stop stop i know you did he sent I me to jail oh they always going to jail what is that about you know what wait <laughs> who got sent to jail he sent you me sent to, him jail. to jail he sent you to jail Cause I'm a Gemini. Yo, why would he do that? We be crazy. Gemini and Pisces, don't. Oh, yes, I would have sent your ass to jail for sure. Gemini's probable cause to do a thirty day sentence. Now, now tell us, tell the people about you. Like, where you from? Like, how did you grow up? 
Because all of this stuff is like so important to music and new artists. So like give the fans what they want to know. I'm from Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> I ain't never met a nigga from Omaha. I'm gonna just stop. <laughs> ain't you never right met there. a nigga from here. Like <laughs> ain't never That's how you know I'm just one of a kind. That that alone tells you a lot about me. Like, what the fuck is Omaha, Nebraska? Where's Omaha, Nebraska at? Like niggas in Nebraska never niggas heard of Nebraska. it. Niggas in Nebraska. Have y'all seen Belly? He said, Is that the illest nigga in Nebraska? What? Yeah. Did y'all see that? <laughs> yes, I'm the illest nigga. <laughs> Come on, reference. I have never Oklahoma, thought about Nebraska, it. And it's like, people think it's like country here. Or maybe it's like farms and stuff. But like, we got the hood. We got the trap. Like Omaha. I'm sorry. I just like showing my nails. Hey. um, <laughs> We like the trap. You know what I'm saying? So I grew up, you know, regular. My brother, he was like gangbanging. My sister was gangbanging. My, sister, my biggest sister, she was playing basketball. My mom was rapping also. My daddy was a pimp. So it was just, well, he was kind of like, come, cause my, okay, that's a different story. From okay. different days. <laughs> I would say he's old. So it's like, he's 72, but it's like, he was coming out of being a pimp. But you know, everybody just had like these real, like crazy backgrounds. So I came up and I wanted to be like a hustler too. So, you know, I started hustling in the city and, you know, it was a lot of money here. And then, you know, I ended up getting caught up here. So, you know, I had to go to prison. They gave me two to three, you know what I'm saying? I did my time, laid it down. You know, in uh, York Penitentiary. Didn't fall, period. Didn't fall, period. And didn't fall, didn't told, none of that. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Did my time like a real G. And then, you know, when I got out, you know, that's when the whole rapping thing, like, I was able to really, like, pursue it. Like, I knew I wanted to, you know, rap, like, right before I went in because people was, I was trying to find another, what, like, another hustle because we was on the run for a little bit. So I was, like, just trying to find, like, what else can I do to stay afloat, you know, here in Nebraska, making money. And, you know, people say hair and makeup, but I can't do neither one of those. So, uh, you know, because my brother's a rapper and my mom used to be a rapper, they was like, you can rap. And I was like, you know what? I can rap. So I was doing a little rapping before I went in while I was out on bond. And then now that I'm like fully out and off parole and all that stuff, that's when I just hit the gas. So I only got like four singles out right now. But luck. It's really doing her thing. You know what I'm saying? With them little four singles. Luck, luck, don't go pushing your luck. First of all, I love a bitch that can uh rap about shit she actually been through. No cap, period. Second of all, you the plus size JT. That's it, that's all. That's all I'm saying. The plus size JT. JT. (laughs) It's crazy because when her first week out had came out, I was doing my bid. Like I heard it like on the music, like while Mm -hmm. I was in prison on my bunk. She was like, I was on my bunk. I'm like, I'm on my bunk. Like real shit. And I was writing, you know what I'm saying? Listen to our shit. Go back. Write me some shit. You know what I'm saying? This is so crazy to hear just also because like, first of all, this is by far one of the wildest. How did you get it? Start doing music stories. I think we've heard on here in a while. But like <laughs> It's but also no, the realest. It's the, the realest. realest. You know, everybody be like, um, I grew up with uh nah bitch, I went to jail and I started rapping. Period. And I I think a lot of people assume that that women that black women who rap don't have that same story. They always assume that like, oh, she was just a cute girl who could just go to the studio because she knew some nigga in there and could just, you know, get in there and rap some stuff and that's how she got real. She was a stripper. Yeah, or she was a stripper and now she want to rap. And and not to say that there's anything wrong with either one of those paths in there Mm -hmm. either, but like you know, we are like black women are so multifaceted and like black women be doing this trap shit too. Like we have it be and, and I say that because it's not about how you 
get into it, but people use those origin stories as an excuse to say why women should not be in this industry and why women should mm-hmm. not be in this game. So, like, I actually think your story is so important to who you are as an artist because, like, you fucking deserve to be here like anybody else. Yeah. Period. Thank you. Period. Trap yeah, period. Yeah. And I'm sending you a copy of my book when we get off of here too. Yeah, I love you. Gotta that. read yeah. that. You gotta read that. Yeah, I'm gonna read you it. Got sure to. You got to. Don't let her forget. I need no, <laughs> for real. One of the things we always ask all of our guests on the show is, um, what bar or song of yours represents you the most? Like, what's that bar that was that's like it just describes you? I got two of them. Go on here. Let's Give go. Us both of them. First, I have to do I Could Lose the Weight, but you can't lose the ugly. Oh, big purr. Has to be, you know. But my favorite, favorite bar would be Dirty Booty Bitches Checking Coats, but ain't gonna check me because motherfuckers oh. always wanted to pick on the fat kid, you know, as kids. Now I'm an adult, and now I'm that badass bitch, and now I'm rich, and now I got that fame, so who you gonna check? And this, you calling them Dirty Booty Bitches for me. You dirty booty, ah, I've been ah. Dirty Booty Bitches, but I just, I just built the confidence to say it. Yes. So now, Dirty Booty Bitches Checking What, but ain't gonna check me. Like, no, that's that's that would be me not never period oh my god you're an icon i love you yeah you're an icon and and i actually noticed like a lot of your visuals and your production like already on point like you're Uh already like so many like so many steps ahead of the girlies like so do you have a team like what's kind of your no that's what i was gonna say i don't have a team or anything i don't have so i'm trying to like get a stylist or get like a manager or get like i don't have anything so um, I was signed to, like, I signed a minor deal, mm-hmm. like, a, it's an independent, mm-hmm. so, uh, to Sano, but it's just me and him, you right. know, so there's not, like, a, a manager or a PR mm-hmm. or a stylist or, there's nothing, none of those people, so he just kind of finances stuff, like, you know, the video or, you know, like, promo, and then I just do the rap, so that's, that's really it, but we're trying to get into, like, people helping me, you know, with the wardrobe or the, you know what I'm saying, like, we're, we're trying to get a, a manager to get me some you know, higher bookings. So we're trying right. to like find people to fill those positions. But right now, no, it's it's just me, my producer Epic. I got like three producers um that I mess with heavy. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, no team yet. So what's like the creative process for you? Like when you are like, you know, coming up with either it can be either coming up with bars, coming, you know, when you write it, or just or even vid- coming up with videos. Video, like visuals. Um so I usually like, so there's 24 hours in a day, right? Girl, you love these nails. You just got them done. <laughs> you must just got them done. Wait, they press on. So I I'm literally in between scents right now. That's honest. And Pierre will tell you that's why I'm not like this all in the camera. Oh, baby, but, look. Oh, yes, oh baby, me. look. I'm sending but. you my book and I'm sending you my press on plug. Yes, period. Because like, no, I really am. Look at. Look, I need a feeling. I need. No, like literally, I'm really in disbelief that these motherfuckers just stuck to my hand like that. Like, I, <laughs> it was just so easy. Okay, but off that. So, the the the, the creative process, I would say, is everybody know there's 24 hours in the day. Uh-huh. So, say I have to do something, I will have like an like a mini anxiety attack. For like 23 hours. Mm-hmm. And on that last hour, I'll figure out what I want to do. That's me. Do anything. If I have to make a song, if they say, hey, we need this song by tomorrow, I'll have a panic attack for 23 hours. On the last hour, I'll create the whole song. Mm-hmm. We need a video, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, idea. I'll panic. And then the last hour, I'll figure it all out. So, like, everything happens in a little bit of, like, 
I don't know what it is. That adrenaline rush, the rush, you be like, shit, mm-hmm. I got to do it. That literally be me putting this fucking podcast together. Yeah, that's, that's, that's me living life. Yes. No, seriously, that's me every day or for anything. Like, I just have to have a zaddy attack, panic, and then that last little hour they give me, I could smack everything together and, and it'll work. That was me in college. So that's, that's, that's my creativeness behind anything. And anything can inspire me. I can look at an old lady, a bum on the street, uh-uh. a seven-year-old kid. Uh-uh. Anything will literally inspire. I'm talking about an entire song or an entire video. Like just seeing somebody saying something. I could be in a store, somebody be like macaroni, and I'd be like, macaroni. That's what it is. That's mm. my next song need to be about mm-hmm. I need to say that macaroni. So that's the all the creativeness just come from everywhere at all at the last minute. How did you get your name? Uh-uh. Ooh, good question. Uh-uh. Yes. How did you get that uh-uh. name? So this I'm nosy, so, so I ask questions. The name, so my name was, I had a different name. Let me just try to bleep, bleep out some words. My name used to be something else, right? What was it? Name... This an explicit podcast. Baby, you, you can talk your... We... Talk your shit. Talk your shit. It's almost as if a white dude name was. Oh, uh, wait. Right. Okay. Wait. Yes. Right. So my name was like, and I didn't realize that that meant that to them. The white so, people? Not to white people, to Chinese people. Oh, okay, okay. I so see I was where on we're the going run. with this. It happened when I was on a run. So when I was on a run, the police was looking for us because the police didn't actually know who we was. Okay, they put our pictures on the news and was like, "Can you identify these people?" Mm-hmm. So we had to. The moment we seen our faces on the news, we was like, "Oh shit, we have to change our Facebook names." Because say somebody say, "Oh, her name is da da da." First thing they're gonna do is look on the web. People right. don't know my government name. Right. My government name is Nenzinga Yan Santoa, so I know they didn't know that. So, but they know my street name, which was my Facebook name. So I'm like, I have to change my Facebook name. So when they looking for the person, they can't find me. So me and my best friend, well, my ex-best friend, we both trying to figure out new Facebook names. And I end up going with a name that awkwardly people would call me. Like 10 motherfuckers would not even know each other. But every time they see me, they'd be like, and they'll keep saying the name. And I keep saying, why do everybody keep calling me that? Mm-hmm. And it's because I had smaller eyes. So I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So then I put that as my Facebook name, right? Mm-hmm. They end up catching us like maybe like five days later. Mm-hmm. And I went to jail and start pushing my pen. When I got out of jail on bond, this is before I went to prison, I get out on bond and I released a rap video. The rap video went viral. First day it had like 300,000. When it went viral, everybody was in the comments like, oh my gosh, you're so dope with that name. Uh-huh. Right. So now, everybody on social media thinks my name is that name, a name that I only put there because I was on a run and, right. and didn't change it. So then once I got on TikTok and started going viral, they was not letting that. Oh, smile. no, because TikTok is Asian yeah. based. Yeah. They was like, is it? They were like literally about to ban me. Like it was so bad. So then I just switched it, switched the letters around move something because I didn't want it to completely I didn't want to go from that to Wanda like you right. know like now they don't but so I try to keep it like in the same mm-hmm. so at this point motherfuckers just either think they were saying my name wrong this whole time or you know because I, I, I did it so smooth I only changed like two letters and I'm gonna be honest like that was smart as hell and I actually have a lot of respect for you yeah. for recognizing like, okay, this is offensive. And doing it early, not like and Big doing Lotto. It early, not like, like Mulatto. Mulatto. 
Like, okay, imagine got all that fame. Then was like, actually, let me change it to seven. Exactly. Seven. You know what? And then it's awkward. And then it's people trying to, you know, people trying to find your new stuff. So like that was that was brilliant. Not only I, I have respect for you as a person for for making Thank a you. choice to do it for not doubling it down, saying, "Nah, this what I'm gonna go back." But also, it was a very smart for you to do it when you did it and to do it how you did it because yeah, like chain diamond like what does that mean like who like you know what i'm saying like it just that's just your name like yeah and people gonna be like oh damn i used to call her something else my bad they're gonna be like my bad like they not even my bad i thought it it was right like now they fit right Mm, yes right and changed all my social now why you didn't delete the damn facebook page every time i watch (laughs) true crime they always talk about they went on Facebook to change their name versus just deleting the whole damn page. I was a hustler. My oh, okay. Say less. Say less. That, I was deleting my money. That's what I figured. Say That's less. what I figured. I figured she couldn't delete the page because she was going to fuck her bag up. Yeah. She had to rock that to the wheels. Oh, the page off. gone now, though. The page is gone. Okay. You now, know they're going to go look for it, so I'm glad you deleted it. <laughs> now you got posted um you got reposted by cardi b tell us how that was and and how how that felt that was outrageous my hands touching on paper you need to flip through pages i'm sorry every time i say the word outrageous i have to start saying my rap it's weird as fuck like it's almost like a little i don't know but so cardi ended up fucking following me like in december i was in fucking i was at the airport sleep and my flight had got like delayed so because it was snowing like Minnesota. So I had to go to sleep there. And I was so pissed off because they tried to give us like these little sheets that was thin. I'm a big body bend. So I'm like, hold the fuck up. So I got like three sheets, four pillows, but I'm still on this hard ass floor. So I feel like I was pissing myself off more by trying to stay asleep. I'm like, I might as well just get the fuck up because I'm cold. These, you know what I'm saying? As soon as I get up, I just look at my phone and it was like, I am Cardi B started following you. And I'm like, this gotta be the fake page. Uh-huh. Cardi B follow me. I click on it. I go back out, go to her followers, go to my followers, see who she following, see who I I'm like, she just fucking follow me. So now I'm having like a panic attack. I can't even I'm in the airport, everybody sleep. I want somebody to wake up. I'm about to wake up the white people, the Mexican people, like Cardi B just follow me. Like, great shit. <laughs> so literally, I ended up going to shoot a video in LA because that's why I was on my way to right. LA to shoot a video. And probably like I was like really like confused this whole time because she didn't like anything. She didn't comment on anything. She didn't do nothing. She just followed me. Why? Like, why would you just follow me? What the fuck is that about? And that was for like three weeks. So then like on that third week, it's like 11 o'clock at night and I got COVID and it was like my second day with COVID. So I'm like wrapped up like a hot dog. Like I'm really having it bad, Mm -hmm. like sweats, like chills, everything. And somebody just said something like, did Cardi just post you i don't know what if somebody came in my room and said it or if i saw it online but somebody had told me i went to her page i saw that she posted me and i just went crazy somehow i didn't even feel like i had covid no more i didn't feel the sweat i didn't feel the chills i didn't feel nothing so then after that she started liking my stuff and i'm like and i even try to like write her before she she won't respond i don't know like i still don't know why she followed me? The, I mean, obviously now I know because I, I'm I'm really good at what you I do. You that bad bitch. But I haven't like had a just one interaction, you know, message or anything with her. So I'm still just waiting. And you know, Cardi got her hand in a lot of different type of business now. So you never know what Cardi got planned for you. Listen, I know you never what know saying. what Cardi like, got planned for you. Look, you got me in her back pocket, like for real. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what. And then when Snoop posted me, I don't know if that was he was flickering off of Cardi mm-hmm. or if. I actually um 
got a question about TikTok and being an artist on TikTok in particular, because I do think that this is a completely new way of, you know, getting your music out to people. Mm-hmm. Like I, I would say even me and Pierre is like very new to us. And so like, mm-hmm. how, what is it like? Do you feel like you like more, get more like kind of engagement, more popping on TikTok than Instagram and just kind of like, how of do you navigate that space? Um, Yeah. So, like, I think there's, like, some real statistics behind it. Like, for every one view or for, like, every 100 views you get on Instagram, you can get 400 on TikTok. Like, and that's, like, facts. Yeah, that's, like, real facts. So, I've never hit the million mark on Instagram ever. But I've hit the million mark on TikTok, you know what I'm saying? Every day. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I haven't even been on TikTok for a year. You know what I'm saying? Right. I've been on Instagram for everybody been on Instagram for like for years and years. Ten years, eight to ten years. I ain't even been on TikTok for a year and millions and millions. I just I have a million like three million videos like two days, like within you know what I'm saying, within mm-hmm. this last forty eight hours, like three of my videos is in a million. So wow. but and I could post that same video on Instagram, barely forty thousand, fifty thousand. Like yeah. that's it's a big difference. They they said if you're trying to sell a product, go to Instagram. If you're trying to get a song going go to tiktok that's so interesting because i feel like you know what but i can see why because tiktok especially for musical artists they have it built in where you can share the music the collabs the collabs like it's it's literally built in to to engage with musical content in that way so that makes a lot of sense y'all heard it first y'all get y'all rapping it the entire universe yeah like if you got an app that's like Music based with creators, like you can't lose. Period. Can't lose. Wow. So I'm gonna be a TikTok fan any day over. Period. Yeah. Yeah. I need to. I'm gonna learn how to use it. You just inspired me. Actually, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go ahead and start getting on TikTok. I can't use TikTok. That shit hard. I be struggling. It's in your head. It's in your head. I was like, hell no. How these little kids doing these transitions? When you do your first video, you're gonna be like, oh, this shit. Easy. No, and the crazy thing is, I've gone viral on TikTok before, but then after that, I just didn't again. And I See, didn't. Have you ever went viral on Instagram? I've gone viral on Instagram too. Me too. But, oh. Yeah. Damn, how? <laughs> but I don't know, like, how to do But I've been TikTok. doing shit all Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So, I'm talking about effortlessly, though. Oh, I, no. can, I can be like, no, not no, I try. Not effortlessly, like not effortless. But Mm-mm. but but here's because like me and Pierre, we uh, how old are you? I, I guess I shouldn't assume how old are you because me and Pierre, we thirty. I'm thirty four, and Pierre is Pierre. You thirty four, thirty five. Hey man, I'm, I'm I'll be thirty three. Oh my in May. god! Okay, Excuse. I'll be thirty. We in our thirties. We're in our thirties, is what I'm trying to say. So I do feel like it'd be younger people who can get with TikTok fast. So that's why I was asking. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So um. Yeah, you got to be caught all off base trying to lie about your age and shit, little guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, actually, it's on you, Pierre. When when you got those cosigns from Snoop Dogg, Cardi B, and all of the, all of those big people reposting your stuff, how has things changed for you? I don't think anything changed. That's fair. That's the good. People really loved me, like <laughs> always. Like it was dope. But like I could, I don't know. Like I. I like I work with Bounty, Charmin, Nix Cosmetics, like, but this was all before that. You know, even like people like we worship the ground you walk on, that was all before the Cardi shit. Like people are just like so intrigued. I don't know. They're just like, I feel like everybody kept the same energy. 
I feel like obviously more followers had came in, which comes with everyday life. Even, right. You know, say party didn't post me. I, you know, I was going to get more followers. I think my whole career is based on getting more followers every day. So I feel like that's kind of destined. But as far as anything changing, I don't think nobody's like reached out to me differently. Like I could say like different people have, but it's like the same. The, like people from podcasts were already reaching out I to me, it. but now it's just new podcasts. Or people from interviewers was already reaching out, but now it's just new interview people. So like, let me just tell you as a new artist, I've been, I've been doing music for over, you use, you use all of that shit and you, you put that in a kit, in a press kit, Snoop Dogg posts you, Cardi posts you, and that's how you get your bag. You, you send that out to people and be like, this is why you should not only book me for this concert, but you should pay me this, this, this amount because these are the people that look at me. These are the people that repost me. These are Cardi B is a fan of mine. So, and, and you use that to get your bag. Every single thing that happens to you, your followers, people liking your shit, you record that shit and you, you get money for every fucking thing that happens to you online. Don't never let it just becomes one of those things like, Oh, millions of people follow me. Oh, my video got 3 million views. Your video got 3 million views. Go get a bag. No, I totally, it's so crazy. Cause you saying like, I need to make that. I just was talking to a lady two days ago. We had did, um, I had a partnership with Bounty and Charmin and we had to do videos for them in at the South by Southwest thing. Mm-hmm. And a lady who kind of runs Triller cause I got to deal with Triller. That's how I got to deal with mm-hmm. Charmin and them. And she was telling me that she has a portfolio with all of the creators in it. And she showed me mine. She was like, so when I'm, you know, when we're getting these deals with these big brands, we're sending them y'all, you know, this is, this is the Cardi thing, the Snoop thing, or this is how many followers, da, da, da. but it's not mine. She's like, I want to help you create your own. She's like, I don't have everything in here that, you know, that that's been happening to you. I just have, you know, these top five bulletins. And she's like, these are why, this is why these brands are picking you. So she literally just said, as soon as you get back to Nebraska, call me so I can help you make your own. And now you're saying it. And I'm like, there's no way I just heard this twice yeah. in the same week. <laughs> I like, love that. I get what you're saying. Cause somebody actually tried to send a shot at me today. He was like, Oh, I'm trying to help you do this. I'm trying to help you do that. And I was like, yeah, bro, you know, I'm doing some other shit over here. He like, or you could just keep doing TikToks for free. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> what the fuck? Hold on. First of all, and who said they were free? Okay, and, and he who, need to mad his motherfucking business. Free. You must have not have seen my last one that said paid partnership. Okay, Period. okay. Period. I saw the last one. But yeah, I could see that motherfuckers do be thinking like, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, no, this shit means mm-hmm. something. Me getting this, mm-hmm. that's going towards the next you know what i'm saying whether you can't see it or not this is what just helped me get this brand deal you know yep. what i'm saying like the fuck so i'm on that i'm getting on that i'm on it tomorrow because you said it i'm on it tomorrow that has monetary value absolutely literally now switching gears a little bit as you know what i'm saying i identify as a fat black girl that's one okay. of the reasons why i fuck with you like you are an artist who you know talks about being a big body being being a plus ass bad bitch what do you think the industry needs right now in terms of like body representation or just like, you know, how do you think that the conversations about body representation have been going? I think they just need me. <laughs> Period. I, there's nothing else to be talked about because I don't even talk. I walk. I don't Ain't nothing else to be said. Like Love you. nothing. Okay. Nothing. Because I feel, Liz was a plus size girl and I feel like she did a good representation. 
for us thus far, but I have like a totally different approach. You know, I, it's it's totally we're total two totally different people. Like it makes no sense. Like I'm that real hood gutter bitch. I don't play that. <laughs> she she be crying and shit. I'm gonna beat your ass on any given day. <laughs> no bullshit. I'm gonna really clap back. Like I I don't play them type of game. Like I really am in the field. Not no more. You know what I'm saying? I'm retired. Okay, we but not going to jail no more. We not going back to jail. Not going to jail no more. But Google Nzinga Davis, y'all can check my credentials. Like I said, <laughs> do that. I'm I'm just what they need. Like it's just tell Shorty how she's speaking my language. Because <laughs> that because honestly, no, for real, that's why I have to stay quiet on a lot of shit. Because that's really is ghetto. I really feel like a lot of people be letting motherfuckers play in their face. Mm-hmm. Stop yeah, letting them. Play stop face. letting them. Stop letting them. Stop letting people play in your face. I feel like they got the fat girls out here in these ugly ass outfits. They out here talking bad about them every single time they get somewhere. They want you to get on stage and first apologize for your body before you do shit, man. Fuck all y'all. Period. Like and we, can get out. Out and we can get out on it. Period. Know. Oh my god, I'm upset. I'm, I'm the upset one they need. You. Like I'm literally. I, I have the approach that we need to literally end all that bullshit, all that we apologizing, <laughs> all that we can wear this, or if we do wear this, because it's like, I could tell big girls wear stuff, and they want us to like, I don't know, they give us like this. I get like, it. Like, they want us to feel like it's accepted. Like, oh, yes, girl, wear that. But like, deep down, it's not. And I'm about to, literally, I'm saying like, stamping it. It's going to be accepted. Like Period. it's not going to be. Oh, you look good in that dress as a big girl, or as a, yeah. with all these little stipulations on it's, the background. If you like, look good, yeah. if you look good, that the shit fuck? bad as fuck. If a skinny bitch was wearing it next to me, I'm gonna be the winner. Type shit. You feel what Period. I'm saying? Like I, yeah, I can't wait till they really let me in. Like I'm patiently waiting, but I can't wait. Quick question: Have you ever heard of Fida MC? She, she is okay. Look. We need that collab. We need a collab. That's a collab we need. I gotta go. Go look her listen. Up. Go lit. She literally just dropped her first EP. She also a brand new artist. Like she literally just was. She was going viral on Twitter. You know how hard it is to go viral on Twitter. Like her rap. She a she a plus size girl from Houston, and her shit like her her freestyles over these beats was just going viral. We interviewed her actually last season. Um, but just just go listen to her shit and DM her name. Flee, Fee, 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 MC. I'm, I'm, I send you a link too. Okay, trust me. Okay. Like I remember the, the energy, like the energy, the way y'all, the, the way y'all approach confidence, the way y'all. Approach oh, it's so sexy. It's so in line. It's so in line. It's so, and she just had a baby. Congrats, Queen Queen Fee. Oh, I love that. Um, so yeah. That's the link. Well, I'm gonna look her up. Yes, absolutely. Speaking and speaking of, um, who is like your dream collab or feature? And also, like, where do you see yourself in five years with this music shit? Mm, okay, so my dream collab, I feel like they're all dead. That's crazy. Like, mm. I, I mean, shit, that ain't stopped the weekend from getting his motherfucking Aaliyah collab shit. Or like, Drake. I'm a pop smoke, like everything. It's so dear to my heart. Um, this is about to throw y'all for a world. James Brown. I... Now that'll be cute. I'm... You get a little sample or some shit in. Now, Auntie Ching. <laughs> he said James Brown. Girl, what the hell y'all be listening to? I'm in love. Like, I'm sorry. So like, you be song. hearing James Brown songs and you be like, oh, I can get on that. I can jump on I that. Can that. I can get down with this that. shit. 
Like, I really, you know, James Brown, Pop Smoke, I would say the the alive people, Cardi B, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, who, Amel. Fuck NBA, these yeah. niggas. Yeah, we don't care. <laughs> we don't care. It, would be, it would be NBA if I could do a boy. We don't care about NBA. boys anyway. Yeah, we don't talk first, about first. niggas on this show. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Just, then just Cardi. This is but I love all the um women. Like I would want to collab with all them because I'm so versatile that like right. I literally will merge with anybody. But if I'm saying I had to like say they gave me the money and it was like, okay, who are you giving this to? Like, of course I'm giving this to Cardi. Period. Hands down. Yeah. I love And that. where am I gonna be in five years? I could see myself in five years, you know, with like 10 Grammys, a couple of VMA, you know. Set the bar. Set the motherfucking bar. Period. Set the bar. I could, you feel me? Oh yeah, we got a, we got an Emmy winner on here. Motherfuckers love to bring that Emmy out. A couple Emmys, (laughs) just one or two, you know what I'm saying? One or two Emmys, uh, 10 Grammys, um, you know, just getting off tour, having a baby. You know, because I got a daughter. She's about to be eight this month, but Aww. I wanted another kid, but you know, now I'm rapping and I was trapping. Oh, you better hurry up. Do not have that girl having a sibling that's 50 years younger than her. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that so much for her. Because growing up, all of us was two years apart. So you do what, the life. do what you want to do with her ass can babysit, period. And then you ain't got to leave your baby with nobody. <laughs> She said her ask her baby. Her ask her baby said. She be 15. Yeah. Her ask her baby said. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to, you know, get her, you know. So before we let you go, we have a segment. We have a segment called Ask Last. You know, we we really do. Part of the reason why we started this show is because we didn't want to be like a lot of the other, you know, hip hop podcasts where they don't really interview like female rappers. And then when they do, they only bring you on here, be asking who you fucking and asking all these sexual questions all in your business. We did not want to do that. But we still like the idea of having fun. So we have a segment, because this is purse first. We have a segment called Ass Last, where we kind of get in somebody else's business. So we're going to read you, you know what I'm saying, what we got today, and we're going to get your perspective on it, okay? Okay. So we received an email from someone. We'll call her Stacy to hide her identity. Um, Pierre actually got this email. She's been single forever. She's never had a boyfriend in her life, actually. And she has tried dating, but just, it seemed like she just don't be feeling the niggas that she dates. And a friend said that she's too picky and that they think she should basically lower her standards. What do you think? Absolutely. I don't understand what she got. Did she say she was a virgin? I don't think she's a virgin. <laughs> she just have never had a, a boyfriend. Oh, um, she be fucking. Of course she needs to lower her standards. What is her standards? Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, one thing is getting in a relationship and then saying like, oh, I need to raise my standards. But if you haven't been in a relationship yet, I mean, where are you even getting the bar at for your standards? Like, well, how did you get that bar? Like, you got to start off with a crackhead that's living with his mama. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, like, you know that, oh, I need somebody that knows. I need somebody that got it. You know, because it's like, well, I can't deal with that. Like, you don't even know if you can or can't deal with this word. Stacey. Where the nigga live with his mama? Because you ain't even tried it. So she got to bring it down a little bit. Stacey, don't get no crackhead that stay with their mama, please. I, I can think Stacey, you, we're going to get a crackhead, Stacey. No. I think we should start there. And then from there, we can gradually just make our way up, you know, to a but somebody I, who just smokes cigarettes, you know, to somebody who only smokes weed, to somebody who occasionally drinks, you know what I'm saying? And by the time you're in like your ninth relationship, you should be with somebody who's pretty stable. 
So you think Logic. you think that you think that the only way for Stacy to really like learn about what she wants and who she is is to actually try it. Like she at some point she'll have to dive in and like know what it's like to actually be in partnership with another person so that you can figure that and shit first. out. And I did read somewhere that as human beings, we really don't we actually don't know what we want. We only know what we don't want. We yeah. all think we know what we want when that just isn't true. We only know what that's we don't want. So that's yeah. Okay, that's a that's a you know it's a lot. So of what she's right saying is, in yeah. in other words, not just lowering the standards. She's basically saying start somewhere and then let's work our way up from there. Versus just being completely picky and just canceling all these niggas out, even though fuck these niggas, cancel them out. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Ooh. It's not even that you can turn people into who you want them to be. So say you talk no, about I want a nigga that that's in construction, and you start fucking with him, and he work at a telemarketing job. Like tell that nigga, like, hey, I actually want a nigga that's hands on. He just go to a job. Like, damn, it ain't that. Let me just correct. Let me just correct that real quick, y'all. People, people can change. People can absolutely change, but you can't change nobody. Trust me, because. That that example might work, but what if it take that nigga ten years to go from that telemarketing job to that fucking construction job? Who the fuck finna be waiting for ten years? You out here trying to have another baby, Ching? You can't be waiting ten years for no nigga to do nothing. No, no, I didn't. It's, it's, Your daughter gonna be eighteen. Your daughter gonna be eighteen. No, I wouldn't wait. I wouldn't wait no ten years for that shit. But I do like. I actually have a girlfriend. Me too. And, <laughs> gang, gang, and she wasn't. I wasn't exactly what she wanted. I didn't cook. I didn't clean. I didn't do dishes or fold clothes, you know, because I'm that bitch. And what the fuck? So, you know, she told me that's what she wants. So I'm like, okay. It's all fun. Now you be in that motherfucker alive. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And it's nothing. It's no it's no big deal. It, you know, I love her so much that I I want to be, you know, the greatest version of me for her. Yeah. So that's nothing. It was nothing. Easy, easy fix. I, first of all, why are we the same person? <laughs> I'm like, Hey twin. Hey twin. <laughs> oh my god. This was so much fun. Oh my god. Um thank Pierre, you. Pierre, so did you much. have fun? Because you didn't say that you did. I did have fun. Calm down. Let me say it. Let me say it. I'm the, I'm the one that got to say this. When you said, Oh my gosh, I had so much fun, Pierre Q was to be like, No, because I was, was because I I have to reset. I can tell you what happened. No, no, no. I can tell you what happened. Pierre was over there texting some nigga and not paying attention. Oh, no. My phone over here. You know, I'll be on do not disturb, baby, when when I'm on here. No, I was reading. So, Cecily was supposed to do the outro, but it got switched to me doing the outro, so I was reading it. But I was supposed to tell you how much fun we had anyway. So, that's what I was going to do anyway. That was in your script. That was in his script, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't his script. Y'all be on here lying. No, I don't be on here lying. No, no. I don't be on here lying. Pierre did not jump in, so I jumped in for Pierre. I said we had so much fun thinking Pierre was going to come in and say, no, okay, Seth, we don't be on here lying. That was his No, let me that was his understand this. That's exactly what that you was. You were one of, I'm not going to say the best because I don't want other people to feel. But I was the you, best. But she was. <laughs> we, I had. She was one of the best. Today interview, like, it was one of the interviews where i didn't even pay attention to the shit that was on the paper i was just asking you shit i wanted to know he was i wanted to know how you i like i didn't give a fuck that's what took me so long because i'm finally reading the show notes 
because I went oh. I I went off of the notes you because went off script. I'm just like this is my homegirl she fuck them notes like yes. <laughs> and that's how interviews supposed to be if you keep that up I have no doubt you will make it th- make it far Period. in this like you're already talented you're beautiful as fuck and you have a personality that makes people like you the only you. the only bad thing is you're a Pisces so just don't <laughs> Don't, coming from a fucking Gemini. Don't, you serious? don't tell people. Is you serious? Sis, where you at? You gonna let this nigga say this to me? For real? I'm a, I'm a Capricorn. I think both of y'all crazy, but I will say all of my best friends are Pisces though. So I, I can't cap on the Pisces. Uh, literally, I have like four very, very close friends. He loved that nigga. I yeah. don't. I don't. Mm-mm. Yeah, but anyway, thank you so much for joining us. Um, tell everybody where to follow you. Tell them all where your your music is everywhere. Make sure y'all go listen to Luck. Um, tell everybody your Instagram, face TikTok. Make sure you tell them your TikTok and shit. Everything is Ching Diamond across the board. Snapchat, Facebook, TikTok, IG, Triller. Um, you can find me anywhere. Just Ching Diamond, C H Y N G Diamond. And I don't feel like you asked me nothing else, did you? No, but no, that's that smart. I love when people, when all of their handles are the same fucking thing. I can't stand when bitches is big booty bitches. Like, oh, is, I am Ching. Ching is the cutest. Official Ching. Official Ching. Call me Ching. Hell yeah. Speaking of consistency, speaking of consistency, you can also find us everywhere at the same handle, which is Purse First Show. That's Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you follow us. You can also follow us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Purse First Show, where you get exclusive content. You will be able to watch this full video of this conversation and not just listen to it. So you can get to see all the places we fucked up with Pierre going off script. And you can also reach out to us at PurseFirstShow at gmail.com. And with that, we'll holla. We also want to say shout out to Critical Minded, which is an initiative to support cultural critics of color. Co-founded by the Nathan Cummins Foundation and the Ford Foundation. They have been the biggest plug for Purse First. And we fuck with them forever for that. I holla.